You're listening to the Real Estate Insider Podcast. A bold look at reality, news, analysis, strategies, and opinions. Direct from the veteran team at the Rain Research Institute. With today's host, real estate strategist, Russell Westcott. Good afternoon, and for some members, it's a good morning. Welcome to the Rain Mastery National Weekly Call. I'm Russell Westcott from the Real Estate Investment Network, and I wanted to thank you for attending this week's conference call and web training session. Let's get right to the action. It gives me great pleasure to introduce the Chief Architect of the Rain Mastery Program, Richard Dolan. Welcome, Richard. How are you? I'm doing well, Russell. I'm doing well. And yourself? Fantastic. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that. And good morning to everybody coast to coast. I know we have an absolutely jam-packed uh, series of lines that are here on the hard lines and uh, on the web, on Skype, online, across the country. We're excited to have everyone on this particular call, an inaugural call, in fact, a nationwide call for all RAIN members. We know that there's a number of you actually even traveling abroad, uh, places like Hong Kong and Australia, even down south where the sun shines brighter, and we welcome you on this particular call. And why this particular call is probably one of the most epic and history-making calls is because, well, it's first of its kind. Never before have we in the 20 years of rain brought everybody across the country to be on a particular phone call at one particular time to really have a real true sense of community, a real true sense of camaraderie, a sense of we are up to something quite special. So I really hope that before I even begin to talk a bit about some of the things i drafted to discuss with you in the short 15 minutes we have together, one of the first experiences each and every one of you should really have and acknowledge yourself for is this. You've managed yourself. You've managed your time. You've managed your calendar and the people around you. You've managed your sleeping patterns and your coffee intake and whatever else you need to manage to make this call happen for you. That in, a, in itself is leadership. Real estate leadership is that we're here to talk about what it's going to take for you to produce leader inside the realm of real estate leadership. So scheduling the call, holding it out, and being on it just in itself, just showing up is one act. The wax on, wax off, if it were, the first step in learning the foundational principles of producing leadership for yourself. And before I even continue, let me just make sure I preface this by saying leadership is important for one particular reason, because you say so. This is not about me saying leadership is important or Don saying it's important or Russell saying leadership is important. What we're saying is that leadership is an expanded way of being with real estate education, insight, analysis, and education. What it means is for you to be able to take that on and play with it in a very big and profound way. In other words, it's an expanded way of experiencing real estate education. So it's kind of like you know my good friend, Frank, who coaches a Little League Baseball League. Why does he do it? Because it expands his experience with his son in Little League. Now, does he know anything about baseball? No. Does he really care about baseball? Probably not. But the reason why he did it was because it was a way for him to expand his relationship to the game, the parents, each of the players, which are the friends to his son, and to expand the experience that he has personally with what he knows about the sport and how to induce leadership on the field. So in other words, the place that you play in a conversation, in fact, determines the quality and the output of actually being in the conversation. So that being said, I want to just make sure I acknowledged each and every one of you, and I will not do that every single week we do have these calls, but please know that as you're on the very first one, 
it sets a precedence for yourself because once you hit a home run, it's pretty hard to keep hitting singles from here on end. We'll expect home runs from you going forward. So let's get through to the content that I want to deliver for this particular call. And it's really kind of divided into about three sections. The first section I want to really deal with is module one, the experience. And I want to clean up a number of things that have been coming up for me and a lot of you being so gracious and honest and transparent about your experience with the first module. And what we've heard was a couple of real consistent uh, observations. I wouldn't want to call them a complaint, but it definitely is an observation of concern, which is number one, the speed in which I delivered the content was fast and the weight of the content was quite heavy. So first and foremost, I want to address both those points. Uh, first know that you know the content is very expansive, especially for module one. Module one was really the framework for modules one through six, and it set up the conversation called real estate leadership. So real estate leadership, it really is rain mastery. Now modules two through six will be highly engaging, some more than others. So for example, speaking and connecting those modules, those will be very engaging. And others will require a lot of classwork, such as branding, which is coming up next, and storytelling. So our promise is that this content going forward will be delivered uh, slower, clearer. We're going to permit notes to be taken, and they're going to be assisted with some slides. Now, we're not going to hand those out in advance, but we definitely and truly will hand them out after the fact. And a side note, why do slides not get uh, broadcasted beforehand? Well, for those who've known uh, me to have delivered Module 1, Module 1 delivery in Edmonton was different from Calgary. It shifted a little bit. And then from Calgary to Toronto, it shifted much more. But by the time I went from Toronto to Vancouver, well, of course, I've listened to many more members, partners, hearing what their concerns, areas of interest, and the insights they shared. Well, of course, it honed itself. So what ends up happening is that the handouts would be, in fact, inaccurate city to city because the talk begins to evolve. It becomes a real, true breathing organism, if it were, reflecting the experiences that you, my fellow partners, share with me as your lecturer to, in fact, make it clear, make it sharper, make it tighter, more concise. So that's the reason why we don't send those slides out in advance, uh, because they just simply might change. So uh, for those who watched Calgary or Edmonton and have now come to Toronto or Vancouver, your handouts, for example, are different. And so those are posted at raincanada.com, of course, for everyone to review. So for that, speed of delivery, heavy content, well, it was the heaviest of them all. Modules two through six will not be as heavy, and the speed, of course, will slow down. So things to look forward to. Now, let's get to the second section, module one's overview. Now, as we all know, it really comes down to the one conversation that Werner Earhart had written about that we shared with you, which was purpose is aliveness. And the reality was we talk a lot through the things in our lives that are aliveness and patterns that block our aliveness. And we heard those as things such as uh, your inauthenticities. We heard that in forms of, you know, functional constraints, your blind spots. And when you're cutting through all of those layers, it gets to your truth. Now, for those who don't want to understand fully what inauthenticities and blind spots and functional constraints are, let me say it in a real layman's terms. That's all the stuff that we really just pack our backpack with that has us carry it through life in a way that weighs us down. You know, it was once said that it's not the weight we carry in life that kills us. It's the way in which we choose to carry that weight that does. You see, I'm not saying that having inauthenticities 
uh, or blind spots or functional constraints, you should do away with all of them. What I'm saying is you have to have an awareness of them so that you know what you've got going on. So in other words, I've often poked fun at myself that I've often been criticized as being uh, too fast or too smooth or perhaps even at times too slick. But rather than that owning me, I now own it. So I turn it on and I turn it off when I need to. Like it's not as if during this past Easter weekend that, you know, during the toast with my family, I said, and to each and every one of my family members, my dear loved ones, I must say, I treasure and honor each of you in such a profound way. You know, that you can hear the hokiness in that a mile away or in this particular case, 3,000 miles away. But the point is, is that you know you can turn things on and off. What's inauthentic about those things that own you is not knowing that it owns you. So getting to the truth of why you're taking on real estate education, real estate investing, is all about tell the truth to yourself. Are you just coming in to learn and get ahead? Or are you really there to really truly set yourself up? to be a financial winner in this conversation called real estate. Because let me cut to the chase here. A large number of our friends in this community would often say that I just want to get a door or two so I can get my feet wet. And some of them might even say that I just want to sort of see if I can do this for myself. When in fact, the truth might be that some people lost a lot of money because of the stock market or other circumstances. The truth is that we often find out later on that some people have really got a lot of financial stress on themselves. They've got parents to take care of in an expansive family. They come from broken homes, and no thanks to divorces or family circumstances, they've got a lot of financial dues to pay. So the reality is that real estate investing represents a lot more than what people are telling us, a lot more than they're willing to be really upfront, honest, and transparent about. And sometimes when you really turn yourself inside out, all the inauthenticities aside, blind spots aside, functional constraints aside, like the things that are controlling you, people just say, hey, I get it, man. You went through a nasty divorce. You're absolutely broke. You've got a great income, and you're trying to leverage it the best you can, and real estate's the place to be. You're looking for great partners to work with that you can trust and don't remind you of the people that you lost money with before, and here's the place it starts thanks to Don. Perfect. I got it. Because something magical happens. When people get exactly who you are, and they get exactly who you aren't, then you're fully and truthfully accepted for what you are. Nothing more, nothing less. But it starts with you. Number two, in Revelations around Module 1, we all learned that shifting from being just a learner to a leader is all about this, being bigger, expanding who you show up at as during your time reading material and during your time at monthly events. If you want to show up just as a learner, you're going to have the experience that of a student or an observer. But if you show up as a leader, then you're there to cause yourself to learn all there is to learn and cause others to learn it too. That's what leaders do. We talked about the shift of distinction between being a member to partner. And partner is bigger. Why? Because members show up and can do that on their own and by themselves. That's what we've done for 20 years. What we invited all of you to do is show up as partners. Show up as partners, and that's why the buddy system works so well and continues to. And I'm hearing great, great feedback from people who are connecting with younger people, older people, same age people, people that didn't even know they lived on the same street that they actually discovered they are. It's, it's beautiful. But showing up as partner means that, hey, I'm here responsible for the success of those who are sitting beside me, behind me, and in front of me. Because if they're sitting there with that perspective too, how likely is it that you're going to win also? And that's important, right? Very important. Context is decisive. 
If you set up the right and more powerful context, it will serve you. You want to be a learner or you want to be a leader? You want to be a member or you want to be a partner? And those two contexts to live from and to learn from inside of that context is going to prove real well for you. You know, a cute story I can share with you is a friend of mine who is a teenage daughter, and this young girl is now beginning to date. And what's interesting is that she shares with her father the stories that she hears from men. And she's just a long-term player. This young gal has visions of herself getting married quite young and, you know, starting a family. So guess what needs to show up for her? When she's dating guys, she says, hey, are you the kind of guy that wants to get married someday soon and have kids or not? And they say, hey, no, I've got Xbox to play and sports to engage in, or I've got school to do. Well, guess what? The context is decisive. And so immediately this young woman, she's now 19 years of age and heading into university, she knows how to relate to those young men. My point is this, the context is decisive, and it gives you the future you live into. So if you want to just play like a learner and member, no problem. If you want to just casually do real estate, then you'll casually generate results. But if you want to play for big results, then that's only going to live in you being a leader and you playing as a partner. Now, revelation number three of the three in module one, its overview, is this thing around real estate leadership. And it was broken down into, into three particular categories. Number one was content. Of course, we all have to keep learning, right? Content of real estate, the knowledge of real estate. And that should never end, but we all know it's limited. The context, though, for doing real estate is what we have to keep doing and keep refining. Remember the analogy I gave, which was if I taught you everything there was to know about your favorite sport, that's a limited knowledge base. Like in other words, there's only so many ways you can learn how to play baseball masterfully or basketball or hockey or football. You know what you need to know. There's only so many rules and there's only so many wins to play the game. But the context for leadership in that game is where it's very expansive. That's where it's limitless, right? And that's where you can become very, very, very strong. You can practice, you can engage, you can elevate your game by elevating the company you keep, by going to different courts and going to different fields and playing with other uh, grades and athleticism uh, levels of different teams. So you want to keep doing context. So content, you've got to keep learning, but context, you've got to keep doing. Mastery, though, which is that third level, is basically something that stretches you. It's something to strive for that lives inside what we called transcendence. And that was Abraham Maslow's term that he created in 1970, right before his death, where helping others get what they want. You know, it's kind of like me right now. You know, for myself, I know for Russell, for Ray, for Ron, for Don, for, for the entire Rain team, we get what we get out of helping you get what you want to get. In other words, our realization of goals, our objectives, the things that we promised our families, ourselves, the things we know we're built to achieve and attain over our lifetime is only attainable by us helping you attain what it is that you're up to in your lifetime. And that's the game we play. So we play that feverishly. And the question becomes, do you? Do you play for your buddy to get everything they need to get out of perhaps this thing called Rain Mastery so that by the end, they have everything they need to be all that they wish to be. Because if they are, that sounds like you will too. So transcendence is self-fulfilling. It's self-leadership. It's self-direction. It's self-generative. So it's all about self. And it's about you helping others achieve their goals. So from the purpose is aliveness to the distinction shifts around learner to leader and member to partner and to the third, which was real estate leadership from content to context to mastery. What that brought us to was then, of course, the homework. 
which is sort of the final comments I want to make today around that. And a lot of revelations is the fact that, wow, this conversation was easy because I've already got myself clear. Uh, some people have written me to say, hey, listen, it was very easy to get through this homework because I had the quick chat with my dad, my mom, my wife, my boyfriend, etc. And some people are just a bit confused and saying, hey, you know what, I don't know what incompletions might even mean for me. And all I have to say about that is this, that first and foremost, being incomplete is where your inauthenticities, blind spots, and functional constraints exist. So in other words, if you have something that stops you, if you want to do something and you find yourself stopped, well, you're not going to do it when you said you would do it or do it the way you'd like to do it, something is present that's inauthentic. In other words, for example, myself, I love the idea of working out first thing in the morning. And you know what? It's tough for me to get up that early in the morning. I'm a late, go-to-better kind of guy. I love reading and do my work well into the wee hours of the morning. But when I wake up, I just can't do it. So I'm being inauthentic that I want to work out first thing in the morning. I really truthfully don't. I say I do, but I just never have. And I never, well, I just never have. And that sometimes changes depending on what time zone I'm in, so it serves me. So when I come to BC, for example, I'm operating on Eastern Standard Time. Of course, it's way easier because 6 o'clock in the morning out there is 9 o'clock my time. I'll meet you in the gym at 6.30, no problem. But here in Eastern Standard Time Zone, where I live, it's a little bit different. So for me, my inauthenticity is I want to do something first thing in the morning. That's not the truth. If it was, then i just do it. But I'm stopped. So the point is that I've got an incompletion around it, which is, I'm not really being straight with myself that I need to wake up first thing in the morning to do that. So being brutally honest with yourself is the first place that being complete begins. And having complete conversations or complete the conversations that have not been completed with people around you, and it doesn't have to just be in real estate, by the way. It could be in anything. You know, I heard a woman who had written me just recently who said, you know, I got into a deal. I was a second mortgagee. Um, I lost a lot of money in that game. Since I took the Rain Mastery program, I'm recognizing that I've been holding on to that, like my old bananas, and it's preventing me from talking to people and listening fully and engaging fully because I haven't let that go. That's an example of an incompletion. Letting go of the banana is the form of an incompletion. Letting go of your bananas is about you letting go of conversations that are limiting you, constraining you delivering you a blind spot that you're not really a necessary knowing of. So get complete. And if you're complete, then you're complete. And if there's some people you just will never get complete with, then be complete about being incomplete. You know, a great example of that's my father. You know, my, I come from a broken home and, you know, my dad and I have gone through a very turbulent relationship. They divorced when I was quite young. I was six years of age. And uh, we were on again, off again, you know, kind of like a real hot, cold relationship. But that went over a good couple decades. Well, I'm complete that my father and I are incomplete. And that, that works for me because I've chosen that. It's different than saying that I'm the victim of an incomplete relationship with a broken home. The point, though, is I own that. I own the fact that I and my father are incomplete. So I own the incompletion of that. But that's the whole idea. Restoring your personal power is about restoring your personal ability of full, authentic self-expression. And that's the idea. Are you fully self-expressed? And if you're not, and if you're not playing, playing full out and big, then guess what? You're likely got a functional constraint, which is being fueled by the incompletion. But let me just dig into the homework for a second. The whole idea around the homework was really just to get you to reflect. That was the goal. To not just find an answer and be done with it and put it aside and say it's done so that next class I can show my hand and say I've done it. 
but just to kind of sit in a state of inquiry. Because living in a constant state of inquiries where, well, like, to ask yourself the question, where am I experiencing any loss of power or, or, or loss of personal expression? Like, where, where might I be holding back or playing small? That's all it really came down to. The homework was really there to serve as a backstop so that you would constantly remind yourself of the fact that real estate leadership isn't something you show up for once a month during class for three hours. It doesn't happen like a localized phenomenon when you get your report and it sits on your desk or in the backseat of your car. Real estate leadership is always, in other words, when does Richard Branson stop being a leader in the world? Where does Bill Gates ever stop and put on to pause the fact that he's the founder of Microsoft and a leader in technology? Where, where in the world would a Michael Jordan ever said, hey, I'm a great extraordinary player there, but not over here? So the reality is that you can't turn it off. And that was the idea around homework. Homework and the buddy system were designed to make sure that you're constantly being reminded that real estate leadership is not a localized phenomenon. It's not a state or an experience that is only localized as in over there. So when I go over there, I'll be extraordinary. But when I go home, I'll just keep playing small or I'll be ordinary over here. Real estate leadership, a.k.a. Rain Mastery, was all about expanding who you can be for yourself in your life here inside the realm of real estate so that you can learn that not only can you master this game, but any game that you want to play full out and win 100% of what there is to win, whether it's in marriage, whether it's in parenting, whether it's in your small business, whether it's in your career, whether it's being as a parent, whether it's being as just a uh, citizen of your community, of your faith, of your church, whatever it might be, you get to take the same elements that are important for you into that realm, into that space and play full out. So with that being said, I want to begin to frame your mind up for the next and final two minutes that we have together on this call for the week ahead. Module two, branding. And boy, am I excited about this. Because at the end of the day, what people don't realize is that now that you get real estate leadership is who you're being and how you take on being in action and being a leader inside the realm of leadership and inside the game of real estate, the question then becomes, well, how are you seen in the world? How are you seen? How are you remembered? And are you adored? Are you respected? Are you trusted? Is money coming to you? Is opportunity seeking you? Or are you searching for it? Are you exhausted by looking for it? So branding is going to break that conversation wide open, which leads beautifully into connecting and speaking and storytelling. So this week, what I want to do is give you a heads up, a head start, if it were. So all of you that are on this call are getting a real lucky break on having a little bit of advanced work on the rest of the gang who isn't on the call, which is I want you to do something for me. I want you to have your eyes and your mind wide open. And I want you to find in your world for the coming weeks and for those in Toronto, branding is launched this Friday at the Acre Weekend. For those of you who don't know, it's the Friday. It's on the eve of the Acre Weekend in Toronto. Branding uh, Module 2 will be launched. And what I want you to be prepared for is to have cutouts, images, photographs, pages of a magazine or advertisements or any other sources of images you can gather that really resonate with you, that if I were to build a collage of you, 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 but just you, what images would speak to who you are? What are the images? What are those images? And it could be of anything. Now, of course, what we can see is images of cars and homes and yachts and boats. It could be goals. It could be the vision of your goals. It could be pictures of family and friends and loved ones and the things that you love or those that love you. 
It might be of pets. It might be of recreational sports, whatever it might be. But whatever it is, sense it this way, is that if we were to build a vision board of what life looks like for you, Richard Dolan, or you, Russell Westcott, or you, uh, Roy, or you, Ray, or you, Ron, or you, Don, or you, John, or you, Bill, or you, Mary, whoever you are out there, if you were to build a collage and it didn't say your name and you showed that collage to others, your friends and your family, and they looked at it, they would say, now that's Richard Dolan. That, I, got, I, I can tell you that a mile away. I want you to look for those images now. Begin collecting them because you'll have some advance. You'll have a real step up on the rest of the group so that when we come to the branding class, you're well-equipped. My sources of a lot of those would, of course, come from magazines. Areas when I walk into a chapter, I'm drawn to certain sections in the magazine shop. So I know what areas I will go to. I know I would go to you know, the Rob Report. I know I'll go to you know, a basketball magazine. I know I'll go to Sports Illustrated. I know I'll go to Forbes. There's images in all those magazines that I know I'll pull out that really speak to me. What are images that speak to you? Because that will pave the way to the conversation around how we begin to brand who you are, brand the promises you make, and begin to brand the results you stand for when it comes to real estate investing not just for yourself and your family so they begin to relate to you in pictures and colors and senses so that there's an experience with you around real estate, hint, hint, but how it actually draws other people who have the same likely goals. So in other words, like when I attracted a Juwan Howard of the Miami Heat as a partner, as an investment partner, what pictures do I stand for that are similar to his? And I can tell you as my good friend now and my partner for now a year, we have a lot in, co- we have a lot in common but because we both, at a very unconscious level, are very clear about what pictures are in our particular collage. So with that being said, you've got some homework ahead of you. If you want to get prepared, start doing that work. Look for images, visuals, and pictures that really speak to who you are so that when asked to build a collage, a visual board of who you are as a brand, as a person, what will they be? What will those images be? So we covered off the homework, we talked a bit about the overview of Module 1, and we definitely looked to the experience of your experience with Module 1 and cleaned it, and cleaned it up. Rather, We really hope that you enjoyed most of this call. Uh, Russell, I want to thank you very much for making sure that the logistics of this call were impeccable and that we delivered it. I understand it will be recorded and available for others to download for those who may have missed the live call. Is that correct? Absolutely, Richard. So with that being said, I think I wanted to say on behalf of the Rain Mastery team, and Rain Headquarters, we want to thank each and every one of you for being on this inaugural call, an epic call, history in the making. Thank you so much for being here and making it so magical. Uh, we appreciate you being here, and we definitely welcome you to the journey because, folks, it's just getting started. So this has been Richard Dolan for your weekly Rain Mastery Call. I want to wish you all a very powerful week. Wow. Great session, Richard. Thanks for listening. This thank is you, Russ. Westcott. Absolutely. If you have any questions, Rain Partners, you can always call our office at one 824 7346 Bye for now. Bye for now, everybody. Thanks for listening and engaging with the Real Estate Insider Podcast, a bold look at reality. Share the reality.